This is a special interview here on Below the Belt Show for the second time on BTV. We had her a couple years back for I Hate New Year's, but now she's promoting a brand new film called Marion Gay. It's a Christmas holiday rom-com, and it's, again, in the LGBTQ realm. Um, We welcome back actress, singer, songwriter. She does it all, Dia Frampton. Oh, thank you. Good to be here. Yeah, good good to have you back. You know, I enjoyed I Hate New Year's so much. Uh, and uh, when I saw the, the um, PR email uh, about your film, uh, Marion Gay, we had to have you back. Um, now, this is uh, your third collaboration with uh, director Kristen Baker? Yes. Wow. So yeah. when you worked on a third film... There's no auditioning needed. You're just you're just cast right away. I'm, I'm assuming, yes. Um, I did do a table read for Marion Gay before I was offered the part. Okay. Because uh, Kristen does that a lot, just in general. When she she's writing so many different projects all the time, so oftentimes she'll um, call in some friends so she can hear it out loud. Um, so in a way, whenever I do a table read, I'm like I'm bringing it. <laughs> right. Right. Make sure you still didn't bomb the table read, but but uh, I mean, I also go into table reads never assuming anything because that's silly, you know. But I always want to do my best. So ah, the actors were always like, we're always auditioning. Absolutely, I know what you mean as an actor myself. And uh, now this particular film I enjoy because we got to hear more of your voice. Oh. Uh, I mean, I, I'm only comparing it to I Hate New Year's. I haven't seen Christmas at the Ranch, but. I loved it, you know, so got some of that music musicality that uh, we love from 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 hearing your voice and, and your music with. Uh, now, how did you um, enjoy that experience where your voice was a little more prominently featured in this film? Um, it was really fun. I mean, especially, you know, since Becca, my character is a Broadway star, it just it had a lot of different elements to it. Um the composer was amazing to work with. And I mean, the, the opening scene with the Friends musical was... That was great. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, just living in the world of show tunes and Broadway is, is so magical in a world that I love. And it, uh, I, I just had the best time. I almost wish that was an actual uh, Broadway play, the, the Central Pike. Right? I'll be there for you. <laughs> That should be an actual Broadway play. Absolutely. And starring Dia Frampton, of course. But uh, and uh, yeah, I can totally relate. Coffee is our friend. Um, my gosh, I, I literally drink it every day. So <laughs> that was a great way to open up that film. And, uh, you know, yeah, you got, you know, your typical formulaic holiday, big city girl, small town girl meeting, you know, um, which, you know, we've seen in many, many uh Uh, Christmas films, but um, overall, I was very, very entertained by this, and uh, uh, another aspect that I did enjoy was uh, the meddling moms, because I know how moms are, especially um, AAPI moms, they're just very meddling and in in my business, 
yeah. my mom being Filipino. Uh, <laughs> it's really much in my business. Today, what did you eat today? How right. much did you eat today? That yes. is the, Do you the, get that from your mom as well? Uh, your, oh, yeah. your mom is Korean, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that I noticed. Um, and another thing I noticed that, that you you portrayed um, a Korean um, character, yes? Mm-hmm. Is that fair to assume? I know that your brother um, yeah. appeared yeah. Um, full Korean, I guess, and that your your character, I wasn't sure if you were playing full Korean or, or biracial, but maybe yeah. you could clarify. In reality, I'm half, so I yes. guess we're going really deep into it. I could be half adopted. Okay. Half adopted. I could have. I could be a half sister to Jack. Right, right. So I was just curious, you know, being um, obviously we want representation for the Asian uh, Asian actors, um, AAPI, Pacific Islanders. Um, in your acting career so far, have you been, I guess, been cast for more um, Asian specific roles or more Caucasian roles, uh, assuming that you could portray both? Mm-hmm. Um, it's been interesting because I I don't think I've really ever, you know, Hapa roles are very hard to find, um, being half Asian and half something else. Um, so it's interesting because whenever I've gone into a casting room for a Korean character, I've never booked it because I don't look Korean um, to a lot of people. Uh, I'm half Korean. My mom's from Seoul. My dad's German, I believe. Uh, and so whenever I've gone into an uh, for a Korean act uh, for whenever I've gone into a room for a specific Korean role, it's never been a thing. And I'm I'm in a room with people who are full Korean. Um, so it, it's been a little weird for me in the casting world, to be honest. Um, I have often gone out for ethnically ambiguous. Um, yeah, I check that box often myself. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I think other actual Hapa roles, maybe once or twice in my entire life of looking at breakdowns. Right. Very interesting. Yeah. And of course, another thing is that you are playing uh, Becca, who is a Broadway star. And I read uh, an interview you did uh, last year with um, an AAPI uh, news source about how it was your dream to um, be on Broadway. Uh, now that you're portraying a Broadway star, have have you gotten closer to that? Uh, is there an update to Dia Frampton on Broadway? Um. I feel like I'm still training for it, to be honest. This might sound strange, but to me, Broadway is the Olympics of singing. Uh, There's nothing to hide behind. Whenever I go to a Broadway show, everyone's just so on their game. There's, you know, there's a difference. Because sometimes if I go to a rock or a pop show, people will be like, a little pitchy here and there, right. <laughs> uh, a little off here and there, and it's acceptable and it's fine. I, I mean, uh, by all means, I'm not judging because I I have many shows where I watch back and I cringe. Um, but for me, Broadway is just such a pure way. Of, um, yeah, it, I feel like it's the Olympics. So I've just I've been training a lot at home, especially with uh covid just working um i would love to do that eventually and the the thing that i love about broadway is there doesn't seem to be uh as hard of a 
a line for age because I feel like in Hollywood aging especially being a woman that's getting older it's it's difficult it can be difficult um but I feel like in Broadway there's still a lot of room there's still a lot of really amazing roles for women that aren't in their 20s right so it, it gives me a little bit of freedom to move at my own pace for it but it, it definitely is still a big dream and I think you could totally achieve it you know hey. um uh, did you kind of feel like try to want to manifest uh the Becca character being a Broadway star and like okay this is my goal I played a Broadway star in this film now I want to be a Broadway star right yeah, absolutely. I could totally see it I could totally see it <laughs> I mean, again, your voice is amazing. I've been a fan of yours since uh, Megan Dia, you know, and, and the voice. So, of course, uh, yeah, you could totally, totally handle it. I'd love to see that. But uh, going back to the film, yes, a lot of very um, feel-good moments in the film, uh, representing not only Asian actors, LGBT actors, and even um, hearing impaired. So yeah. it seems like you guys <laughs> checked a lot of boxes as far as uh, representation. Yeah, yeah, Michelle's fantastic. I love her. Yeah. Now let's talk about working with your scene partner and your love interest, uh, Andy uh, Renee Christensen, who plays Sam. Um, how did you enjoy working with her? And uh, yeah, this does, um, you know, you obviously had a lot of great scenes together and kissing scenes, you know, so <laughs> there had to be some kind of chemistry there, I imagine. Yeah. Working with Andy was great. Um, and also just, we recorded it uh, recorded it. We filmed, um, I think in March. Studio so, mode, right? Recording. <laughs> so um, we we were all quarantined together. We were all staying in a house together. So it, it's just whenever you get on a film set, it's such a concentrated, quick time to get to know somebody. And um, and on other film sets, you know, you film for a few hours, you go back to your hotel, you kind of disappear. Um, but we would shoot all day together. Most of our scenes were together and then we'd come mm -hmm. back to the house and we'd hang out. We'd watch movies. Um, some other people in the film, some of the other cast were in this house and we just got, we all got really close really quickly, which is so great as an actor because I'm, I'm still learning to take up space in that world. I still feel quite new to it. And so when I have comfort, with people to know that it's okay if I make a mistake, that's everything to me. So I can just go in and, and say like, I think this would be cool. And if it turns out to be a really dumb idea or it didn't really work out, I don't think, I, I'm not worried about anyone, you know, hating on me. I just, I think when you have room to be, in, to embrace your imperfections in a safe environment is really important. Yeah. And um, it, it showed in the, the 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 film, I must say, you know, uh, the cast collectively as an ensemble just did a great job. Some some really funny moments, some really heartwarming moments, of course. And uh, uh, yeah, I, I just really really uh, really enjoyed the film. And this film actually is on a new um, streaming network, DivaBoxOffice.tv. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this, you can also access this uh, platform through iTunes, Google Play, Roku, and Amazon. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So it's getting a, a pretty good reach so far. So that's really cool. So Christmas films, you got you got three under your belt now, right? So do you feel that this is kind of a, a niche for you, or uh, or something you want to do more? Um, 
Honestly, I love Christmas films. I yeah. I I feel a little corny, but I truly love Christmas. I mean, for me, me too. <laughs> right? There's just it was funny because I, I I was driving in LA the other day and I saw somebody drive by with a tree strapped to the top of their car, and I just lit up. And um, I mean, there's to me Christmas is family. You know, it's it's yes. representative. It also allows you time to slow down. It's a time where it's acceptable to stop working and take a break and go fly out and see your family, um, because LA can be such a hustle sometimes and it's exhausting and um the holiday the holidays are just so special and watching all the new holiday movies and rom-coms that come out is something yeah. every year so very cool uh, um have you put out any feelers or auditioned for other other projects uh in the christmas realm outside of Kristen's work um, I did a, a Christmas movie a year ago called Candy Coated Christmas, which is on the Food Network. Oh, cool. It was really fun because I got to play kind of a, a not-so-nice person. Um, and then um, I've actually written a Christmas script of my own. Did you really? Yeah, that was a little thing I did over COVID, and I've actually been working on a on another holiday script. Um that is set in Ireland, so I'm mad Ooh, wow. Ireland because I I really want to go there. Wow! What inspired you to to write? This is a little something new that I'm hearing. Um, honestly, there there's just so little control in the entertainment world, especially acting. Yeah. One thing that's great about music is, you know, if I want to record a song, it's it's pretty doable. It's Three minutes and 30 seconds, I have some musician friends. So many people have studios in their homes now, so it's not it's yeah. not to an arm and a leg. And so, you know, if I want to do a cover of this song or if I want to, if I just wrote a song and I want to do something with my band, it's, it's doable. Um, but with acting, I can't just say, okay, I want to shoot a film. I'm going to go out. I mean, I can, but it's not going to look great, you know. You need so much time and money and resources. Um, so I just kind of got sick of waiting by the phone as an actor and waiting for an audition and, and sending in a tape into what I call the black hole. Um, yeah, we don't hear back to, yeah, right? Back, you don't know if, and, and not saying that we always constantly need validation, but it's always nice after you send in, you know, 20 tapes to hear like, hey, this 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 was great. It, you just don't fit the character, and we don't. I know. I wish they did that more, right? For all our auditions that we put in. Or or the, on the opposite side, I would like to know if somebody says something that could be helpful to me. Like, hey, Dia, this tape wasn't up to par. Like, maybe you should work on your comedy skills more. Maybe you I should know. do an improv class. Like, even uh, criticism would be well received. Um, so they I don't just, do that enough, and they should. Yes. I think it's more time on their parts. Yeah. They'd have to do that for everyone, but I'm sure I'm assuming. But yeah, that would be oh God, that would be so helpful if we kind of got that feedback as actors. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, I don't get it. So I just I I decided to kind of take my career into my own hands, which is kind of funny because writing is really difficult as well. Um so it's not like, oh, I'm gonna do this easy thing to help. Um mm-hmm. but at least it makes me feel like I'm doing something. Wow. Let's hopefully see one of your scripts uh, go into production. That would be pretty, pretty dope. Yeah, very, very cool. So, but yeah, just looking at your IMDb, you actually have some 
um, short films that you've recently done, and you have an upcoming film called Spread with some great actors like Harvey Keitel and Dior Bird. Um, can we talk about any of these other cool stuff on your IMDb that you have on? Yeah, um, I think Spread is coming out on Tubi in March or May. One of oh, the nice. Um, that was really fun to film. Um, Elizabeth Gillies is the lead in that movie. And yes. Watching her work was just, I mean, she's incredible. It's its so amazing to be on set with people that, I mean, are veterans. She's very young, but she's been doing it for so long. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get to work with Harvey much, but when I did get to watch him, I was just watching him like a hawk because he's yeah. Harvey Keitel. He's one of the um, legends, yeah. But it, it was it was really fun. Every time you're on set, you just learn something new. It was really fun to watch um, a lot of the actors improv and kind of see how they work. Um, but working with Liz was fantastic. She's so professional, and she tries something different every time and, okay. you know, um, try something a little bit more comedic, try something a little bit more grounded. But it was just, it seemed, I mean, I'm sure she does a lot of homework, but it just seems so effortless with her. I'm actually reading the overview, and it sounds really interesting as an aspiring journalist lands a job for an adult magazine run by an elderly, elderly king of the industry, reconsidering our ideals as she uses all her strength to make the company a success. So, uh, And it's a comedy, so I was thinking, yeah, um, it kind of read like a drama initially, but then I saw it was a comedy. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What can we expect from your character if you're able to talk about that? I'm not sure if oh, you are. But... Um, I play the best friend, Whitney, and I'm just kind of constantly reassuring the lead that you are on the right path. You are okay. You're doing a good job, which is is really fun. Um, honestly, I, I love women, um, women friendships. Yes. I think they're really actually hard to come by, really great female relationships as a female. Um, and that's been something that I've been cultivating and working on in my personal life is mm. nourishing and growing those relationships that I have with my female friends. And so whenever yeah. I play that, it, it's it just, you know, I feel like your real life always reflects your life on screen. Yeah. Yeah. And there's got to be a lot of parallels with a lot of the the works you've done right i mean obviously becca being probably one of the the closest to your to your actual would you say one of the closest to your actual self which one the, the role of becca in marrying gay would that oh. be the closest you'd say i think so i think becca's a lot more confident than i am uh, okay. which was fun uh to, to step in at you know she was never uncertain like oh maybe i should go to hollywood or oh maybe this relationship isn't working she she just she knew what she wanted she knew who she wanted she knew who she loved she knew you know, you know that theater was her love and I feel like with a lot of people if there was an offer from Hollywood they'd kind of let go of their core values or what matters to them and you yeah know, theater to me represents art and uh the the real love of acting and, and Becca never wavered on that and I I commend her and it was really fun to jump into her shoes. Would Dia taken the Hollywood route? <laughs> I, I, I I love doing both. Okay. I love plays and I also love film. I love the camera. Mm -hmm. I feel like working with the camera is just kind of feeling like uh, it, it's a dance partner, you know. Right. 
Right. Oh, wow. This is cool, cool, cool. So what um, what are there any dream projects left? I, I, obviously, I think Broadway is one of them still. But how about uh, anything in film and television? Maybe something in Marvel or, or, or one of the great genres that are out there as, as a, a Marvel fan myself. And um, I mean, I would not say no to Marvel, but uh, I <laughs> I just I love film. I, I love TV. Whenever I watch a show that just excites me so much or a movie, um, The Worst Person in the World, Triangle of Sadness. Um, yes. Uh, the menu, the, there's just so much. Fantastic, by the way. The menu was fantastic. Yeah, and that's just, that's so fun for me when I get out of a movie and I'm just like, ah, oh, what I would give to be in something like that. Just something that's so beautiful, so well shot, has such a amazing message and theme um, with so many great actors. So there's there's so many moments when I'll get out of the theater, just starry-eyed, just... yeah. One day, one day. So. Yeah. Is there a particular actor, actor or actress that you'd love to play opposite of? I mean, I still feel like such a baby in this world. I'd be excited to be with anyone. I, I feel like okay. it's such a growth period, but I love Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I could totally baby. see that. John Wick, I mean, that... That I could see is, I could see you two playing love interests actually. Oh my gosh, I would literally. <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got some uh, flavor too, right? In he's his just so, yeah. He's a nice person. And, yes, that's that's what we all hear about Keanu, uh, this, of how kind he is and how. Keanu, how, point break. I'm like I, you know. <laughs> He's so fantastic. Um, Keanu Reeves, that's that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, I guess keep the the fans of your music updated on on what's the latest on um, your music, Megan Dia. If there's anything uh, new on that front. Yeah. Um, well, it's not new, but Megan Dia does have a Christmas album out called December Darling. You can check out. Yes. But right now we're working on a new album, so we're about five songs in. Probably you know ten songs on the album. We're about halfway done, so I'm really excited to dive into that next year. So you will have a new Megan D album 2023. Oh, sweet. And I got to make sure I uh, listen to your Christmas album now that we're closer to the holidays. And yeah. uh, are you uh, looking forward to the Christmas holiday with the with friends and family? Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Santa picked out. My sister just had a baby, so it's his first Christmas. Aw. Um, and I, I'm, I'm really excited. It's been a while since I've gotten to see my family. And so I'm really yeah. excited and grateful to spend time with them. And I got my Christmas nails done. There you go. We see that these are green, but. There you go. Always great to see family and, and exchange gifts and just, uh, eat amazing food. And yeah, just, that's just a nice, it's just a nice, nice time for sure. And then one more question before we wrap up uh, today's interview. Obviously, uh, with this film, um, this is in the LGBTQ, uh, Marion Gay, uh, realm of holiday films. And um, I guess this is a, it's more of an opinion question. Uh, Candace Cameron Bure uh, is starting her own network called the Great American Family Network. And when asked about, you know, LGBT characters, she said that she will keep traditional marriage at its core. Now, you've already worked on three um, Christmas films in the LGBTQ realm. Um, do you have an opinion or thought on that? Um, I don't know who Candace 
Cameron is. <laughs> um, She's known for her Christmas film. She was in Full House. Oh, oh. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like whatever she wants to do is her opinion and her her world and um but i i feel like it's so important to have to be seen i mean mm-hmm. i feel i never saw any korean american on television or in movies as a kid i didn't even think it was a possibility for me to be on tv and that was something that was um subconscious and i feel like it's so important to to see yourself you're a, and see the world as it is i mean there's so many different religions and cultures and ways to be in a romantic relationship and different ways to have a family um i i don't think there's one way um I I really, truly think whatever makes people happy without hurting anyone, obviously. But, um, you know, I have six sisters. Three are lesbians. And, I mean, uh, it it meant something for me when my little sisters watched Marion Gay. And they were just so happy to get a Christmas rom-com that wasn't a sad movie about them coming out to their family on the holiday. Right having it be this hard difficult you know they 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 they've already experienced that in their own life with you know we grew up in utah we grew up in a very conservative state um Mm -hmm. we weren't mormon ourselves but a lot of our friends are still um so you know it, it was a very hard time to transition and um no, we don't always need to relive our traumas, and there's a there's there's plenty of those stories out there. And I think for at least it was special for me for my sisters to see a happy Christmas rom com that is just a story about love and about being human. And um, I I don't really believe in traditional families. I, I think there's so many different ways to have a family or be in love. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow, what a great response. That was <laughs> awesome. Wow. All right. So, yes, please, please check out Marion Gay, uh, divaboxoffice.tv, um, which you can also access through iTunes, Google Play, Roku, Amazon, and watch this amazing film. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the best way to get in the Christmas spirit, to so watch Christmas movies uh, just like yours, uh, Dio, was a fantastic, heartwarming film, and uh, yeah, um, thank you so much for talking to us here on Below the Belt Show. And if you could, before we let you go, um, let us know who you are, throw out a plug for Marion Gay, whatever you want, and maybe a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever you want at the end. Yeah. Hi, I'm Dia Frampton, and you are on Below the Belt Show. Check out our new holiday movie called Marrying Gay on DivaBoxOffice.tv, and I hope you have a wonderful holiday. That was awesome. <laughs> and, uh, of I course, always mess those up so much. <laughs> <laughs> take 10. Take two. Take two is perfect. There's been so many takes in the world, right? And, of course, you are in um, Tennessee for the premiere, right? Yes, tonight. Nice. 
Yeah. You got your uh, your gown or dress ready? Yeah. Yeah, I got my sweater dress. Okay. It's cold today, so you know I'm in LA. Are, where right. are you? I'm in Maryland, actually. I'm between New York and Maryland. So you're in the. I, I divide my time between gigs and and, and bookings. <laughs> Isn't there like a snowstorm going through New York or something? Um, it was mild. I was there on Sunday, and it was uh, it was a little bit of um like icy icy rain, but it uh it went over. So. Uh, not a fan of icy rain. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not me either. Yeah. Oh, wow. Thank you so much, uh, Dia Frampton, for being here on Below the Belt Show. We're going to take a quick snapshot. One, two, three. <laughs> awesome. Dia, again, amazing. You're amazing yeah, in so many you. ways. Um, thanks for thank being so, so flexible twice. <laughs> anything. Anything for Dia Frampton. Oh. <laughs> We'll stay Very, warm in Maryland. Thank you. Uh, but yes, I wish you um, much con- uh, success in 2023. And um, yeah, we'll, ha- well, if you have a new project, we'd love to have you back. All right. Thanks. Bye. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.